Good evening, <coughs> Kathy's going to join me today um, to, to keep me in line. So, <coughs> if she kicks me, I'm going to put your notes down here. <coughs> Would you join with me in a word of prayer? Uh, Father, help me talk. <laughs> my voice is about gone. <coughs> and... Uh, I do pray for your grace just to be upon this message. I'd be able to communicate um, uh, in a way that, that connects and, and helps. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, yeah, I got hit with a double whammy of uh, catching a, a cold and jet lag. Returning from Japan, 13-hour uh, jet lag, if you've ever experienced jet lag. Uh, it's worse when you have a cold. <coughs> so I'm pretty much over the cold, but you know that the throat thing. So this is deal with it. <laughs> I won't. I won't be shouting today. <laughs> um, the series has been on healthy families, and uh, five aspects of uh, having a healthy family, and it's been truth, talk, trust, uh, t- touch, uh, and time, <coughs> and uh, you know. All five aspects are, are really important. I really do believe, though, that, that this is one of, if not the most important uh, parts of the, of the package. That if there's a lacking in the area of touch, it cannot be compensated by any of the other areas. <clears throat> touch is so important. Um, and uh, <clears throat> this is give you a little background. My parents had a troubled marriage. Um, there, was ab- there was very little, if any, affection, uh, physical affection or touch. I never saw my parents do this, ever. Okay. Um, I don't ever remember <coughs> any form of, of physical affection. Um, and in fact, <coughs> one memory that I do have, my parents got divorced when I was 12 or 13, but uh, before that happened, I remember we had to go do like a family reunion or something. We were going to some relative's house, and we all got in the van. And uh, the fact that this sticks out as a poignant memory hopefully illustrates the type of family I lived in. We got in the van, we're driving down the road. My dad reaches over and takes my mom's hand. And I was sitting there and I saw them do that. And I remember thinking, oh wow, something really bad must have happened. Wow. You know, I was like, who died? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really even know what the deal was. It was the only time I ever saw them hold hands. It lasted a couple of minutes. It was tons. <clears throat> so... I come out of a family that uh, had very little affectionate touch, uh, but I have come, especially you know, as I've grown in the Lord, to realize the absolute necessity of affectionate touch uh, as essential. <clears throat> you can have all the truth, you know. You can, so, some parents get so uptight about teaching truth to their children. You can have every truth in perfect alignment but without affection, without touch that, that child is going to be lacking 
Right? You can even you can talk, you can communicate with, with someone or your spouse, but without touch, that relationship is not whole. Right? You can even have trust in a relationship without the appropriate touch and affection. The people the person will feel and be deprived and you will feel and be deprived okay? and it's just a reality of being a human <laughs> um, <clears throat> our culture really lacks an understanding of the um, importance of touch <clears throat> and uh, we relegate it either to something that's childish and immature <clears throat> Or we demean it by always making it sexual. All right? And, and actually, I think that uh, a big reason why there's so much uh, sexual immorality and uh, error in, that, in the area of sexuality is because there's a lack of appropriate physical touch. And so there's a craving. And you know, it's, it's a legitimate physical need, like hunger. All right? And so if you have a legitimate physical need to be touched, but the only way that you know how touch happens is through sexuality, hmm. sex, then you're going to go there to get that need met. But then that opens up all the complications hmm. Of inappropriate sexual behavior. Um, go ahead. I just thought of this. Um, yeah, let him rest for his voice for a second. This is an odd thing, but uh, my grandmother was a single mom ever since my dad was seven. All the way, she's still alive now. She's almost 101 years old. And uh, so she never remarried. And but she would go to the hairdresser once a week, and she would still go to the hairdresser once a week if we could afford it. She goes once a month. And I just realized that that was probably, besides having her grandkids visit when we were little, that's probably the only touch she really gets is that hairdresser playing with her hair for a couple hours, once a week or once a month now. And, uh, and that's like a legitimate way that maybe that people get touched, but that doesn't really go deep. I think that's really absolutely true. And as a need, <clears throat> um, people need touch. Uh, Genesis 2-7, just to get a little Bible in here for you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> says the Lord God... <coughs> well, this, this voice is getting bad. <laughs> no, it's right. I can drop it down a notch. <laughs> Johnny Cash here. And the Lord God formed man... <laughs> Of the dust of the ground. Why don't someone give me a Diet Coke? We have. That might help. Hey, no, hey, no, 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 no. Here. No, there's one right here. Right here. Oh, praise God. Get <laughs> another one for her. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, all right. The Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, Genesis 2 7, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Um, and so this idea of the word for formed actually means squeezing into shape, molding 
uh, a form, especially as a potter. And so it's, it's, it's a, a literal term that means taking uh, dirt and forming it. And so there was physical contact with the ground. You know, it wasn't a Steven Spielberg uh, production. This is a real thing. And then he formed the body. And, you know, I don't know what it looked like. I don't know, you know a lot of people have theories with God, how God did that. But in some way, he, he formed the body physically. Because that's what the word means. It means the shape and form. And then he went face to face and said he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And the word nostril can literally mean nostrils. <laughs> you know? Or it can mean the face. All right? Uh, and, 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 and the breath there is uh, an intimate, passionate breath. Like uh, p- panting or, you know, a, a passionate. There's a sense of the word conveys the idea of a passionate and that there's a life-giving breath. And so God got face-to-face <clears throat> with Adam. And so imagine what it was like, <clears throat> if you could for just a moment, you could try to imagine uh, a, a lifeless body uh, being held by its creator. Held. Okay? And then having the face of God face-to-face. And God breathed the breath of life into that face. And then, so that life itself begins. And there's an awareness. And when when consciousness first arrives in Adam's body, what does he see? He sees God's face and he feels God holding his body. And that is the origin of life. Okay? That's sensual. That's sensual. Yes, right. And so this is where I like to say, this is where God caressed and kissed mankind into life. And also, that's how every one of us got started. It's absolutely true. You know, that, um, <clears throat> that kiss of life. And, um, you know, before we had our babies... <clears throat> We got close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. no, yeah, actually, yeah. Really. And uh, we touched, right? And that's how all life comes about. There's, there's a whole bunch of touching going on. <laughs> and nine months later, a baby pops out. And so touch, <laughs> touch imparts life. Wow, that's the big point, folks. Not only producing offspring, but touch produces life. It imparts life. God imparted life into Adam. We impart life through touch. It's intimately connected. Yeah, I just want to underline that. That it isn't just uh, you know, the touch that makes human babies that gives life. But when Cameron touches me, when our skin touches... I feel life ooze into me. Or when I'm really going through something hard and a sister, you know, comes up and gives me a hug. Ah, life comes into me, you know. Nursing a baby, life comes into me, you know. And life goes into the baby. You know what the largest organ is in your body? Your skin. Billions of of touch sensors. Wow. God knew what he was doing. You have two eyes. 
You have two ears. You have billions of touch sensors. Think about it. Right? We cannot diminish the importance uh, of physical touch. And I'll let you know that I, I learned this lesson the hard way. Because in my marriage, <clears throat> our marriage suffered incredibly because I did not understand this. Because I did not learn it from my father. I did not learn how to touch a woman from my father. I learned a lot of good things from my dad. He was a good man. But he did no squat about women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he actually told me later in life. I'm, I'm scared of him. <laughs> I wish I told, if he told me that when I was a teenager, it would have helped so much. You're scared of him because he was like macho. Uh, macho. So, uh, I've learned the hard way that <clears throat> the importance of touch in building a relationship. There's four types of love. There's four Greek words that are used to uh, translate love. And they kind of, it's helpful to break up the concept of love in these four areas. It's traditionally how it's done. And I want to uh, look at each type of love and then how touch is involved in that type of love. Okay, you may be familiar with these terms, philia or filio. Storge, eros, and agape are the four Greek words that are translated love. Excuse me. Lack of touch in any of these areas will uh, result in uh, stunted emotional and spiritual growth. Okay, in any of the areas. Uh, so touch is really important. Philia, excuse me. It's a gift for drinking pop when you're preaching. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> okay, fill it up. <laughs> I'm actually having kind of fun with this one. <laughs> is love be between friends? Friendship. Let me read this. Friendship is a strong bond existing between people who share a 